Hello everyone, my name is Maricela and welcome to Salted Lemonade Podcast. Today we are going to be continuing to talk about more gospel things and the word of God, the word of Jesus, and today I actually wanted to um, talk more about my verse of the day and sort of abbreviate on that and just sort of get more in depth with that so that's what we're going to be touching on today i really am so excited and so happy to make these gospel episodes they truly do give me so much excitement and they're really emotional my my eyes are literally tearing up right now because it just it's so emotional it's so It's such a good feeling to talk about God and to spread the word of God, but without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so I really quickly want to read today's um, daily devotional that I got, which is Acts chapter 8, verses 1 to 8. And this is Philip in Samaria. And I want to read this whole entire page because there is an extremely important message in this. Okay, so let's read. In today's passage, we see the combination of hardship and the power of the Holy Spirit working in the same person in the same situation. The believers of the Jerusalem church began fleeing the city in droves due to the persecution they faced because of their testimony and belief in Jesus. But what the enemies of the faith didn't realize was that this would be the catalyst for the gospel spreading to the ends of the earth. As difficulty scattered the believers, the message of salvation spread with them. Philip fled Jerusalem and headed towards Samaria, where his commitment to preaching the gospel led to the salvation of multitudes. When Philip performed miracles in the power of the Spirit, casting out evil spirits and healing many, the people listened to Philip's word about the Messiah, who empowered him to perform these astonishing deeds. One ordinary man with a little prosecution, or sorry, persecution, and a touch from the Spirit of God was the perfect formula that led to massive conversion in the city of Samaria. As Jesus had predicted, the gospel message made its way from Jerusalem into the outlying world. Philip illustrates to us what one ordinary person with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit and with the authority of Jesus' words can do to change the world and transform lives. And what if the Holy Spirit intends to use you in the same way today? I hope that that really, really is understood by you guys and if you don't completely understand what 
it's basically trying to say let me try and break it down for you guys it's basically saying philip believed in jesus he believed in god and he spreaded the word of god throughout people that he came across all the time he spread the word of god he talked about god he you know informed people about him he spreaded the good word of god and jesus and even if people didn't believe him eventually when they saw his healing powers just by spreading the word of god and you know seeing god's healing powers as well you know obviously they're god's healing powers just coming through him you know and they started to believe what he said so they're basically saying maybe the holy spirit is trying to use you in the same way in the sense of like you're the person that is supposed to spread the word to then bring people's realization to the power of god and the word of god and i just love that so much and i really wanted to share that because that is one of my favorite things i have ever read so god bless okay guys so let's talk about why it's important to spread the word of god and you know jesus and all the beautiful gospel good words things of that nature if you don't believe that means you're not fully listening and because you're not fully listening you're not understanding and that's why sometimes it doesn't make sense to people or sometimes it doesn't quote unquote add up to people and you know i truly feel like if you take a moment to actually listen to what the bible says to what people are trying to tell you about god and share the word of god you are going to believe it because you're listening like for the first time you're actually listening and understanding because you're listening you know and so much of the information in the bible and the things that the bible says can go straight over people's heads yesterday i saw this post um that somebody posted from tiktok and they were like saying that oh the bible says that women should be quiet and shouldn't say anything and men are more superior and that was completely wrong if you look in the bible in the new testament it says something of the sorts of that i can't remember word for word what it says but it it does reference that but it's not in the way that people make it seem in the bible god looks and even off of the bible god looks at everybody in the same way he treats men and women equal he loves men and women equal he does not find one or the other more superior or less than and people tried to make it seem that way because what it was said went straight over people's heads and the reason why is because it said in places when people should pray men should be praying without anger they should be 
you know, in a civilized manner. And women should be quiet. They should not be wearing anything that's like revealing. And they should act right. And it went over people's heads because people took it as their whole lives they should act that way. Their whole lives they can't act any other way um, or else it's, it's viewed as wrong. And you know, to each their own. But in that verse, what it was actually meant as is that is how God wants you to appear in church. He wants you to go into church with no anger and he wants you to act right. He wants you to act calm and civilized and have self-control and to be quiet because he wants you to be quiet enough to have that ability to then listen to the word of God, to listen to praise from God. You know what I'm saying? And that went over people's heads because people took it in the way that they wanted to. That's the other thing about the world. People will take so much out of context because they will take it the way that they want to take it. If that's hard to understand, let me see if I can explain a little bit better. Let's say someone said, your hat is nice and that is obviously a compliment right but some people might be like oh do you mean that in a bad way or something like that because they take it the way that they want it maybe that's not the best example but you know people take a lot of things out of context because so many people, you know, obviously people go through things in life, they have their own characteristics, their own personality, and, you know, traumatic things from their past could make them feel like everything's an attack, like everything, like everybody's out to get them. And sometimes when people read things in a certain way in their heads, they don't fully understand it. So they're just like, oh, well, it has to mean this. But they said, oh, it has to mean this without even trying to find the answer, without even trying to do any more digging to fully understand. Because what was said was just as they took it. And instead of trying to understand them, like that other person or the other side of that message, they're just being like, oh, you're, oh it is what it is. Like, it, it's how you said it. So many people hold on to things that they don't need to hold on to. Like past trauma, past relationships. I know that it's hard to get over things, but when you go with God, when you dedicate your life to God, all of your past mistakes, all of your past trauma, it won't go away but you will feel so much bliss. Take it from me. You know, I'm living proof. Since I have become closer to God, I have felt so much more uplifted. I have felt so much more cheerful. And nobody's perfect, you know, we are human. We are going to feel mad, sad, happy. You know, we're gonna feel different emotions every single day because we are human. Get the image of perfect out of your head. You don't have to be perfect. 
God loves you for you. God loves you the way that you are. He's waiting for you to listen to him. God has never given up on you. God has never turned his back on you. He has always been waiting for you to put down whatever perfect image that you have in your head and to to put away whatever evilness that you decided to indulge in you know what i'm saying and and to let go of these evil people and these negative thoughts that these people helped you endure because god is waiting for you to love him you know what i'm saying and it's important to spread the word of god once you believe in god because you can't just believe in like you can't just believe in something and then expect it to manifest itself basically it's almost like if you get married to somebody you can't that's like somebody saying oh well i married you so i don't have to say i love you ever again when in reality just because you marry somebody doesn't mean that you never have to say you love them again and you never have to continue showing them that love and that, you know, that caring self, but that you have to continue to work at it. Because marriage is basically saying, I'm committed to you and only you. So think of it as if you were marrying God. Okay, and so because you're choosing to marry God, in other words, to get closer to God, you have to say you love him every day. You have to praise him. You have to show him every day that you care, that you love him, that you want to devote your life to him because Jesus devoted his life to you. He died on the cross for you. And the Holy Spirit runs through you and the holy spirit is waiting for you too because the holy spirit is within you and god is waiting for you to listen to him and once you listen to god the holy spirit will speak through you because because you could be the person that so many people in this world need They need the word of God and you can be the person to give it to them, to help them find it, to help them find their faith, to remember their faith, to go with God, to remember that there is, you know, hope that there's faith to never lose faith because God always has your back no matter what. You know what I'm saying? And to the people who say, oh, well, there was this question on Instagram and this is why I'm saying this because somebody said, Oh, well, why does God send people to hell? God doesn't send people to hell. Never does that. Never does that. Never, ever, ever, ever. Never. Never. It was society that made you think that because people believe whatever people say, literally. Like you could literally say, 
the sky is purple. And sometimes, you know, maybe it is purple, you know, during golden hour and the skies turn colors. But let's just say somebody said, no, the entire sky is always purple, never blue, never pink. Would you believe it? If, if they showed it to you, they showed you picture online, picture, not even you saw it with your own eyes, a picture of it. Would you believe it? Yes. Because it's so easy to be influenced. It's, so, it's also so easy to not realize that you're being influenced constantly. That's why they say you become your environment. You become who you surround yourself with. So if you surround yourself with the word of God, so if you surround yourself with, with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, you will be in so much holiness. It's so beautiful. And, you know, when you get closer to God, when you indulge in the good holiness and the good word of God, all the evil things in the world will not be able to touch you. They won't. Because God will never let one of his children be harmed by evilness because they are his children. Believe that. I don't think that there is anything that anybody could ever say to make me not believe in God because I feel like my faith in God is so strong even if it makes sense to another person I'm sticking with what I believe I'm sticking with Jesus I'm sticking with God and you know, there was um, someone that said, well, what if, you know, what if you die and you find out that there is no God? Or what if people who don't believe die and then find out that there is a God? And I think I might have talked about this before on my podcast, but there was a Instagram post that said that and the answer like the the person answering that question was saying if I die believing in God you know if I go majority of my life or my whole life believing in God and die and find out that there is no God I will have nothing to lose I will have absolutely nothing to lose because I had faith in God, in, in something so beautiful, you know, so blissful, so pure. But if you die and you find out that God is real, having never believed it at all, you have everything to lose everything 
because you had so many chances to listen to God. So many signs. God was just waiting for you to listen. He was waiting for you to turn down all the loud evil music you're playing. He was waiting for you to let go of these people that he let you walk away from the first time. He was waiting for you to want to listen because he was there. You just weren't willing to listen. He was always there. God was always listening. God was always there. He was waiting for you to talk to him. He was waiting for you to indulge in the good word of God, in the praise of God. Because like I said, you can't just believe and you can't just pray one time and expect everything to be completely blissful. You have to cherish. You have to devote your life to God.